Wow, that's so creepy. I don't even want to continue playing that. That's so <laughs> weird. I was getting creeped out by that as well. <laughs> um, that was Dead Silence. If you haven't seen it, you should check it out. Check that bad boy that's, out. It's a good film. That's a scary one. Yeah. Traumatized me from dolls even more. Mm-hmm. Welcome back, guys. Welcome back. Welcome back. My name's Dot. And I'm Nat. And we are just, just meatballs. <laughs> You've made it this far, guys. <laughs> God. We're so dedicated. Oh, my God, I know. What is this now? <laughs> episode six? It's 100. Episode 100. <laughs> and we're still broke. <laughs> <laughs> no. <laughs> God damn it. It's fine. I'm ready for this episode, though. I'm ready yes. for you to blow my mind. This week, it's me presenting, guys. Since last week, it was both of us, but this week, it's me. Yes. It's me. Yes. So today, I will be talking to you about a man named Nathaniel Benjamin Levi Barjona. Oh. Well, we already know he's a killer because that name <laughs> is a killer name right there. Well, I actually found out during my research that it's not his real name. Wow. Yeah, I'll get into that. <laughs> Let's go. <laughs> but it's not actually his real name. Crazy. Damn. He changed it to that. But um, okay. yes. <laughs> so I first heard about this serial killer when I was actually watching a show on Netflix, Real Detective. Mm. Guys, check that out because I actually really liked it. Dom, hurry up and finish it. God. Mm. Anyways, so this case infuriated me because it's all levels of fucked up. Okay. And honestly, it was just a case that was really badly handled, <laughs> as in children could have been saved not just from being killed but also like from trauma yeah um and you know if people did their fucking jobs right so let's get started okay let's do this mm -hmm. so nathaniel benjamin levi barjona oh such a long name such a long name <laughs> was born on february 15 1957 in worcester massachusetts i don't know if that's how you pronounce it worcester worcester mm -hmm. i don't know Sounds right. I'm just going to go by yeah. it. Yeah. It sounds right. <laughs> <laughs> and his birth name was actually David Paul Brown. Still a murderer's name. Yep. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, there was that Catherine and David yeah. thing. Anyway. Still a murderer's name. <laughs> yeah. Mm -hmm. But um, I'm just going to keep calling him Barjona for the rest of this discussion just to, you know, avoid confusion. Okay. Okay. Now, even from a young age, Barjona was already pretty problematic. Mm -hmm. Allegedly, his first incident was when he was around six or seven years old. Um, and that was when he, like, choked a little girl in his basement. Jesus Christ. Yeah. He, like, tempted her into the basement with a Ouija board. What? Yeah. I mean, for me, I don't think that I would even mess with a Ouija board. Yeah. But, again, I guess it's... when you're, like, a little girl. Jesus Christ. You're probably Christ. thinking, like, oh, my God, woo, a board game that can make you talk to ghosts. Amazing. You know what I, I mean? Would like, have, I would have called a priest and been like, get, the fuck get out of here. my kid under <laughs> yeah. control, please. Yeah, fuck that. I mean, I wouldn't even have a Ouija board easily accessible to a child. Like, yeah. I don't know how he got his hands on that. He was seven. But Ew. what the fuck? Yeah. Luckily, though, his mom did hear her screaming when he was choking her. So she managed to put a stop to it. 
But like the annoying thing is nothing was done about it. Okay. I mean, your kid just fucking tried to choke another kid. Yeah. As if that's fucking normal. Yeah. I mean, like the least you could have done is like not maybe not report them, but maybe like try and seek help, yeah. professional help, maybe get yeah. him evaluated. I don't know. That would have made sense. Right. Jesus. I, yeah. He's... I don't know, man. I don't know why they didn't do anything to him, but um, that's already a sign. Yeah, a red flag. Yeah. Then in January of 1970, he lured another little boy to this secluded area where there was like heaps of snow, right? Mm. And he was like, "Oh my god, let's go sledding!" I'm pretty sure the child was six at the time, and Bar Jonah was 13. Yeah. Um, he sexually assaulted him at 13. Fuck? And again, nothing was done about it. What the fuck? Nothing. Yeah. What the actual fuck? I know. He's a bit of a problematic kid. Uh, It's more than problematic. There's like signs of um, he's going to kill someone soon. Yeah, exactly. Oh, my God. Mm -hmm. And then in 1973, when he was 16, he cut like letters and words from like magazines and like he constructed a note you know how they used to do that in like the 19 hollywood film not 90s sorry 19s yeah 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 yeah. like usually a villain does that when they're like trying to rob a bank or like you know yeah um so he constructed a letter like that and um he was trying to like entice two little boys to go to the cemetery with him with twenty dollars and a little surprise yeah yeah this guy there's something wrong with him and no one's doing anything about what Mm -hmm. what luckily though it didn't work on one of the boys because he was a little hesitant about going yeah and then he convinced the other boy not to go as well Mm. and then they just rode off on their bikes and then later they told well one of them told their mom about it Mm. but the mom decided not to press charges because she felt this is (sighs) I don't know. I, I guess she thought she was trying to be helpful because she felt that Barjona um, needed more psychiatric help than anything. Mm. And if he was convicted or if he was arrested in the like, and he was rotting in prison, then he wouldn't be able to get that help. So, yeah. again, kind of frustrating, but it only gets worse from here. Oh, my God. <laughs> yeah. What? So, I have no words right now. Mm-hmm. Trust me, it gets worse. Oh, Wait until you hear the rest of the story. Do I want to hear no, it? No, I don't think you do. <laughs> so in 1975, when he was 18 years old, mm. Bar Jonah was driving around dressed as a police officer mm. oh my God. when he abducted an eight-year-old boy named Richard O'Connor, who oh. was on his way to school. He sexually assaulted him and strangled him, but thankfully a neighbor who was looking out the window witnessed the nabbing and immediately alerted the authorities. Yeah. Um, The cops then went out in search for a car that matched the eyewitness description and Mm. it didn't take them long to find it. Oh, thank God. Yep. So when they approached the vehicle, they ordered Barjona to get out of the car. And when they looked in his back seat, they found Richard. He was banged up, obviously, from the attack. Yeah. He, yeah, he'd like pissed himself. He defecated himself. And he was obviously bleeding so much as well. Holy fuck. Yeah, I know. It's kind of sad. How did anyone do that to a kid? He was eight. Just, Mm -hmm. I just, I don't understand. I don't understand that. Mm. I see a little kid, I'm like, they're so precious. And I'm like, you know, you want to take Mm. care of them to Mm -hmm. hurt them like that? Right. I don't know how you can 
hit them or hurt them yeah. and not feel guilty when you hear them when you hear them screaming or crying. Yeah, I just oh. don't I don't understand that. I don't understand that either. But um from that incident that was the first time he was properly convicted. He so, probably should have deserved a life sentence. Oh yeah, this will really infuriate you, I'm telling you. Oh, he so he pleaded guilty to assault and battery, but mm. was only sentenced to one year probation. What probation. That means he he didn't even get jail time, no. did he? You no. Know, he was just on good behavior. Basically, what yeah. What the fuck, man? Mm-hmm. Now, during his probation, just before he graduated high school, mm. he drove out to Hartford, Connecticut, once again dressed as a police officer oh and abducted God. a nine-year-old girl. What the fuck? Mm-hmm. He once again proceeded to physically and sexually assault her to the point where she was vomiting and had convulsions. So Holy he's like, shit. no, fuck that. Not in my car. And legit just threw her out and left her on the side of the road. What? Yeah. Fortunately, a passerby saw this yeah. and managed to get Barjona's license plate yeah. and then called the police. Please yeah. tell me you got sentenced already. Oh, no. No, oh, no, no. no. He was arrested. He was arrested, but he barely got a slap on the wrist because um, since the crime took place in Connecticut and not where he was from, his probation officer wasn't even notified about it. What? Yeah. He was even released from probation shortly after that incident. So, What? I I just don't know how luck had been on his side all this time. Yeah. I feel like rapists, mm. uh, they get away with a lot of shit. They really fucking do. Like they don't do, t- they don't do, they don't do time no. the way that they should. Yeah. Mm-hmm. So and fucked up. Apparently his probation officer even sent him a letter thanking him for his cooperation. <gasps> cooperation, bitch. He just fucking raped some fucking little nine-year-old girl. What the But fuck? okay, no. Thanks for cooperating. What the fuck? Thanks for letting us know that you raped a little girl. Yeah. Well, he, the probation officer, didn't oh, know. Remember? No. Yeah. He, oh, he yeah. was in. It was in Connecticut. So that's fucked up. They should contact each other. Why wouldn't they contact each other? That's what I mean when I say if people did their fucking jobs right. Now that little girl's, oh, his other victims, probably suffer, suffering from trauma at this point. Yeah. Fucking hell. Yeah. Now on September twenty third, nineteen seventy seven, again. Cosplaying as a fucking cop. I think this becomes like his MO at this point, honestly. Um, Barjona convinced two boys to get in his car near a movie theater in Shrewsbury. I'm not sure where that is, but I'm guessing not that close to where he lives. (laughs) He handcuffed them and took them to a tent that he'd pitched out in the woods. Jesus Christ. Mm -hmm. And then he ordered them to take their clothes off. And as usual, he physically and sexually assaulted them before strangling them. So fucked up. Yep. So you ended up killing them? Well, no. Um, this one, I, I guess they got out alive, but um, yeah. one of the boys pretended to be dead. Yeah. So Barjona then continued to assault the other boy. What? And then because he thought the other kid was dead, he kind of just left him in the woods. Yeah. And then he shoved the other boy, the one that's alive, yeah. um, in the trunk of his car. Yeah. Yeah. Holy shit. And then, but then the one that was playing dead, he um, managed to get up and actually get help. Yeah. So the police chased uh, Barjona down. And when they finally got him, they found the other boy in the trunk, still alive and breathing, but 
God. You know, still freaking <laughs> so, so much injuries to him. Oh yeah, yeah. God, this whole story is already disturbing. It's disturbing <laughs> yeah. me. Is he making you sweat? I feel like I'm sweating yeah. just telling you. <laughs> I just, I hate stories about things that get done to kids because mm. kids, kids are so innocent and the trauma and they yeah. have to have to endure. Like, yeah. Mm. Like, they have to live with that and then they have to, like, heal from that. Mm-hmm. It's so fucking sad. Right. They didn't deserve any of that. Yeah. Well, God. With the overwhelming evidence, though, he was convicted with attempted murder mm. and he received the maximum sentence for that, which was, like, 18 years or 20 years, I think. Yeah. But oh, keeps going. Away. It just keeps going. He got away with it, didn't he? Mm, not quite. But shortly after being sentenced, though, mm. he was transferred to Bridgewater State Hospital. Mm. <sighs> this is going to make you sick. He was transferred there because he talked to a prison psychologist about mm. some of his sick sexual fantasies, which was surrounding human flesh. Oh, my God. Yeah, he fantasized what it'd be like to consume it. You know, so he wanted to know what it tasted like. And he also had, like, fantasies involving torture and murder, amongst other things. He's fucking Christ. Yeah, and that hospital um, was actually known to house sexually dangerous um, offenders. So, Mm. you know, that's why he got transferred there. Among his people, you know. (laughs) Yeah. So hooked up. Mm -hmm. (laughs) Mm-hmm. This guy. I know. He's, mm, yeah. Holy He's shit. Sick. He just makes me really sick. But this is where I he. Sick. Yeah. <laughs> this is where he officially changed his name to Nathaniel Benjamin Levi Barjona. Mm. Yeah. Now, there's actually um, a few theories or like whispers as to why he changed, like why he supposedly decided to undergo a name change. Yeah. And some say that he wanted to know what it was like to be discriminated against as a Jewish man. Okay. Like, I I don't understand that. And if that was true, I wonder if he planned to use that, like, anti, anti-Semitic card. Or is it anti-Semitic? Anti-Semitic? I don't know. But don't that know. card on authorities as in, like, mm, yeah. oh, are you accusing me of something just because I'm Jewish kind yeah. of thing? You know what I mean? Jesus Christ. Yeah. What the fuck? Yeah. Oh, but others said as well that he changed his name because he was jewish Mm. and wanted to pay tribute to that but then i don't know i tried to look it up and i couldn't find anything on him Mm. and his family being jewish so i feel like he he was the first one yeah well i think the most plausible theory though is Mm. um you know because david paul brown was a name that was obviously very tainted at this point with that you know criminal history criminal background so he probably just wanted to detach himself from it you know and I'm not trying to commend him as a criminal, but I guess that was pretty smart of him to change his name. Mm. So then, you know, it would have been harder for him to kind of get caught or for people to kind of catch on that he had a dark history. Yeah. I'm not trying to commend him. (laughs) I'm really not. But I guess he's smart or whatever. Yeah. Well, I do say, like, um, when you're in prison, um, a lot of the prisoners hate rapists Mm. and they tend to... Um, you know, get back at the rapist because, yeah, you know, even though true. they're murderers themselves, it's <laughs> yeah. like they know, like, kids are, like, crossing the line mm. and off limits. And when they hear that there's a rapist, they're like, yep, we're going to get him. Yeah, that's, that's what I've heard. Yeah, same, yeah. I mean, not that we've been in jail, so. No, <laughs> we haven't been. Yeah, <laughs> not yet. <laughs> well, yeah. Uh, I'm never going to be. Yes, we're wholesome people. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. But, um, 
Yeah, so the Superior Court Judge Walter E. Steele, he released that shit stain on February 12, 1991. Why? um, Because he said that Massachusetts failed to prove that he was a danger to society. What do you mean? Are you fucking kidding me? Yeah. He's had so many offenses under his belt at that point, and Mm. that judge didn't think that he was dangerous. Like, Jesus Christ. What is even going on? He's raping kids and strangling them. Yeah. But no, no, he's not a danger to society. No, no, no. How does that even make sense? No. Yeah, right? Barely a month into his release, he was already fucking up. He, He literally forced himself into this car that was parked in front of a post office mm. where a seven-year-old boy was sitting in there just waiting for his mom yeah and bar jonah just came in and fucking sat on him what the fuck? yeah like just sat on him and <laughs> this dude is overweight he's not skinny i think he's like nearly 200 kilos and he just sat on him why i don't fucking know what, what the fuck he just, oh oh, I just and i forgot to mention Remember those two guys, the one where um, the ones he abducted and one of them was playing dead? Yeah. Yeah, he also jumped on those guys, like jumped up and down on them constantly. Jesus Christ. I, honestly, I don't know. I guess that's maybe his method of torture. I mean. Or just squashing them to Yeah, death. yeah, like using his heavy weight kind of thing. Maybe that turns him on a little bit. I'm not sure. Jesus like, Christ. He could be using it as a sexual stimulation because why do you just Whoa. randomly go up to a a kid and sit on him like what kind of pleasure do you get from that Un- unless of course he gets turned on at the fact that they're being like they're suffering you know he's trying to they're trying to gasp for air wow what a gross son of a bitch yeah so what the fuck? yeah he just sat on that little kid and watched him screamed and tried to get air and then he only stopped when his mom came back yeah and then bar jonah just fucking ran away he, like, ran back home yeah. so he could get changed and try to look like a totally different person. But that fucking failed because there was way too many witnesses who, like, saw him running off. Like, and, oh, get this, right? Get this. He tried to justify it and was like, oh, it was just too rainy. Like, I was trying to get some warmth and stay dry from the rain. But, like. What a fucking dumbass. I know. As if anyone's going to fucking believe that you didn't see a kid sitting there I'm just gonna as choose- you went in. <laughs> I'm going to choose this car with the kid inside it. <laughs> yeah. He did eventually admit that he was trying to kill the boy, though. So, but still fucked up because Worcester County or Worcester, or I don't know how to pronounce it, County, mm. only put him in probation for two years for that offense. What? Two years. The fuck? Uh, yeah. Under the condition that he goes and lives with his mama back in Great Falls, Montana. Yeah. I mean, come on, bro. He, that, that's attempted murder. Yeah. And also he confessed to trying to kill the little boy, but oh no, let, let's just put him on probation. What is happening? What? What? Yeah. The system is very frustrating. Yeah. Well, I mean, I I'll be surprised at this point. I mean, come on. <laughs> I am so frustrated. Yeah. Oh, it gets, it, yeah. It continues. <laughs> but, you know, the end of the line at last did come mm. in the year 1999 mm. when he was arrested again. Mm. For impersonating a cop. Man, he just loves being a fucking cop, hey? Because I think, I guess that he probably knows that children trust police. Yeah, I, I guess. Know. Yeah. But, um, yeah, so Bar Jonah was standing near Lincoln 
elementary school mm. when officers Brunk and Badgley arrested him. At the time that he was found, the cops were actually searching for a culprit who may have abducted another boy around the area named Zachary Ramsey. And I yeah. keep this name in mind. Yeah. Um, and obviously, residents of that area were on high alert at that point. I mean, I guess they were all terrified that their kid was going to be next, right? Yeah. Um, and a lot of people had grown quite suspicious of Barjona at that point, uh, especially because <sighs> Bar Jonah had actually been charged with sexual assault in Great Falls before <gasps> for allegedly fondling an eight-year-old boy that he'd been babysitting. What the fuck? Yep. Man. Yep. And oh, a detective named Robert Burton was also fully aware of his history in Massachusetts, so I don't know why they didn't investigate him sooner. Yeah. And um, apparently as well, they'd seen Bar Jonah around the same area on two occasions during their investigation on the Zachary Ramsey case. So, I mean, why wasn't he the first suspect? Why not? <laughs> I don't they have like a fucking list of all his fucking... Yeah, they do. But for some odd reason, they didn't pick him to be the first one because there were other ones that lived around the area too yeah. and they were investigating them. But yeah. I don't know. <sighs> Still, with People the amount just... of um, rape that he did. Yeah. And assault that he did. He's violent, man. Like he has like a massive history. I feel like he would have been like number one. Mm -hmm. Why? What a right? dumbass. I know. Well, How could they not think of him as first? Oh, it's so annoying. I guess they have to consider all the other people that are there too because they have like records, I guess, of sexual offenders and yeah. they have to look into them first and they have to wait for tips as well and That's whatever. That's true, I guess. Yeah. So frustrating. Mm-hmm. Well, when they arrested him, they found him carrying a toy gun, two cans of pepper spray, and a fake badge that says Barjona on it. Jesus Christ. I know. How so crafty disturbing. are you? <laughs> Jesus. So disturbing. Mm -hmm. So then they issued a search warrant to search Barjona's place of residence just to see if he had other things in his possession, you know? Mm. And ooh, upon their search... They found, like, cut-out pictures of children from magazines. Um, oh and even, God. like, photos of the local kids in the yeah. area. Oh, my God. Yeah. And they found, like, all these journals with some weird-ass codes, like, written in it. Jesus Christ. And they found 21 fragments of bone, <gasps> which was later identified as human remains, possibly of someone aged three. Oh, sorry, eight, eight to 13. Jesus Christ. So, I mean, yeah, even if he wasn't connected to the abduction of Zachary Ramsey, I mean, yeah. he was sure as hell guilty of other things. And he was very obviously a serial pedophile. So. Yeah. Holy yeah. shit, that blows my mind. It's heavy, man. That's it's so crazy. heavy. So fucked up. Yep. No pun intended when I said heavy, but anyway. <laughs> <laughs> I didn't even think of that. <laughs> he is heavy. Yeah. Holy shit. Right? Imagine being the like the lead investigators and like the detectives and stuff like find that all. Yeah. That's like my worst nightmare. Mm-hmm. That would that would be like what I'm afraid of when I have a kid. I'll be like, don't talk to strangers. Yeah. Just don't talk to anyone. They don't even don't talk to know. cops. <laughs> That's so far. Mm-hmm. So yep. go. Among um some of the other things they found in his house were like handcuffs. Stun guns, um, a baseball style hat, and <laughs> hooks and chains hanging from his kitchen ceiling. What the fuck? So I guess he would hang the children up there while he assaulted them. 
That's so fucked up. I'm mm. so grossed out mm-hmm. and so creeped out. Yep. My skin mm-hmm. is just, I feel really uncomfortable. Yeah, uneasy, unsettled, yeah. right? And yeah. um, they even found a meat grinder with hair caught in it. What the fuck? Yeah. Holy shit. If that wasn't disturbing enough for you, this one is... I think for me, more disturbing, like apart from the meat grinder, that's pretty gross. But like this one's kind of gross as well. Mm. And um, it was his bed. What? Because behind that bed was like a headboard and it was made out of plywood. And there were like marks kind of struck through it with (gasps) sharp objects. And it was in the shape of a child. Jesus Christ. Yeah. Like in spots where you would kind of cut them up like the tendons um yeah holy fuck Mm -hmm. the detective who actually spoke about it on real detective he just broke out in tears when he Mm. recalled that um part of the investigation because i mean imagine seeing that it's in the shape of a little child that's so fucked up and there was like rope around it as well yeah, it's just the stuff like the stuff of nightmares. I'm like so uncomfortable. Mm-hmm. It's like a torture device, <laughs> if you will. That's <laughs> so fucked up. Yeah. I can't believe there's people out there. Yep. Like that. Yeah, it's those so poor crazy. Mm. Poor, poor children. Mm-hmm. <sighs> Apparently, all his possessions filled up an entire room in the police department because it's just a whole collection of like journals lists photographs and it's just super disturbing stuff like yeah but based on the evidence they gathered anyways he was charged with kidnapping and multiple charges of sexual assault like Mm. you know aggravated sexual assault etc um so yeah he was convicted like he was found guilty and he was sentenced to 130 years in prison Mm mm-hmm yeah, 130 years in prison, which I guess would be like a life sentence for him because he was quite old at that point. But um, in the morning of April 13, 2008, he was found dead in his cell. Oh. And it was determined that he had died of heart issues because of his weight. That's so annoying. Yeah. That's so annoying. Like he got, his, li- uh, he got his sentence. I know. And, but he ends up dying anyways. I know. Fuck up. But kinda, it's karma, I guess. It's karma, but it's like kind of annoying that mm. he died. Yeah. Like a little, maybe like, you know, 50 years of a little bit of like torture, being mm. in jail. Yeah. You know? I feel True. like he got away with it from dying. <laughs> yeah. Again, God karma damn. though, but. Now, going back to Zachary Ramsey, Mm -hmm. that little boy, Mm -hmm. his case was actually never solved Mm -hmm. because they couldn't find a body. Mm -hmm. But, like, of course, there were theories and suspicions about what really happened to him. And all evidence kind of points to Barjona. Because um, there were witnesses who reported that Zachary was seen being followed by a really large man Mm -hmm. who looked like a policeman on his way to school. Yeah. But he looked distressed kind of thing when, like, the police was following him, right? Yeah. And as we know, Barjona also loved being in police gear. And he was also quite obese. So, mm. I mean, if the shoe fits. Yeah. And others reported that they saw Zachary nearly get run over by someone driving a white four-door car, which it so happens that Barjona's mum drove a car of the same description. Jeez. But she was out of town that week. So, it was possible that he was using it to get around. But. Jeez. Yeah, you know, no body, no case. Although, I mean, everyone around the community believes it was him. So. Yeah, I would. Yeah. 
And the detectives did also find a list of boys' names in mm. Barjona's belongings. Mm. And it had Zachary Ramsey's name on it with the words died written next to it. Jesus. Well, yeah. it was him. Yeah. It was definitely him. Mm-hmm. Holy shit. It was, um, it was all written in code, though, in his mm. notebooks. But, yeah, when they were able to kind of decode them, that's what they found. Holy and shit. Mm, and this might make you sick because it made me very nauseated. I'm already, I'm already sick. Um, there were other things written in there as well that detailed, like, torturing methods, murder, and he even talked about eating people in it, which was accompanied with recipes of how and what to make what? with certain body parts. What the fuck? Yeah. There were, get this, there were cannibalistic recipes in there titled Little Boy Stew, Little Boy Pot Pie, French Fry Kid, the fuck? And he even used phrases like lunch is served on the patio with roasted child. Holy fucking shit. Yeah. Mm-hmm. What the fuck? <laughs> and oh, this, oh, this is just going to trigger you. I'm already triggered. Oh, no, but this part definitely I think oh you'll vomit. God, um, I'm so <laughs> <uncomfortable>. <laughs> Dom is literally like touching all over her shoulders and her neck and her forehead. <laughs> Because you're so stressed. I am. I'm so, like, uncomfortable. Mm-hmm. I, I, I am so uncomfortable. Yeah. You shouldn't work I'm as a detective. St- no way. I'm so disturbed. <laughs> mm-hmm. Holy crap. Yeah. Well, on top of that, apparently he held cookouts around the time of Zachary's disappearance where he talks about feeding his neighbors human meat. Shit. Yeah, he never specifically mentioned whose body it was that he cooked, but there were reports from people who attended that cookout <gasps> saying that the meat he served tasted really weird. Uh, yeah, and he uh, just claimed that it was like deer that he caught from a hunting hunting trip, despite having no evidence that he actually owned a hunting license. But, I mean, you know, whatever. Mm-hmm. So, yeah, naturally the theories came in that the reason why they could never find a body to convict uh, convict Bar Jonah with is because he'd used Zachary's body for the cookouts, especially because of that meat grinder oh that they found with hair in it. So yeah. I mean, yeah, just, oh my God. it's just all very nauseating. It really is. <laughs> Are you okay, Dom? No, I'm not okay. Yeah. This is a horrible story. Yeah, sorry. I mean, true crime. <laughs> I don't want to do this anymore. <laughs> <laughs> holy crap it's like a horror film right it, stuff of nightmares oh, holy shit mm-hmm. it just blows I. <laughs> it's just crazy yeah. how like you don't hear these kind of stories but you're like nah it would never happen because mm. you believe so much in like human beings yep like all this stuff only happens in movies what do you mean yeah and I'm like nobody would hurt a child mm. but you know that's just the reality the reality that we live in that mm-hmm. there are people that want to hurt kids yeah hurt anything alive I know it's it's terrifying it makes me so sad yeah it's really sad because like with um Zachary, his mom kind of never accepted that he was gone. Yeah. 
and she actually didn't want Bardona convicted of his of her son's murder. Like mm. she kept saying, "No, I don't want him to be arrested for it because he didn't do it. My son is alive. He's out there." Oh, that's so yeah. It's like she really didn't want to get, let go of that belief that he, he was still there. Yeah. He was still alive just somewhere. Yeah. You know, it's, yeah, it's really sad. I think she suffered through a lot of like mm, trauma and depression and stuff because she mm. just couldn't find her kid and she didn't want to give up. She literally yeah. kept believing till the day, like to this day that she's, that he's alive. That's so sad. Yeah. Oh. Mm-hmm. If only... If only it was like a little bit of miracle. Yeah. There's not, unfortunately. I just don't know how they haven't found him. But I guess if everyone consumed his fucking meat, I guess it's going to be kind of difficult to prove a body existed in yeah. his possession. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Mm. I just have no words right now. Yeah. I'm sad. I'm disturbed. Yeah. And I've just lost my faith in humankind. <laughs> Mm, yeah holy fuck well mm-hmm. that was a tough one wasn't yeah. it it is holy it's very fuck. hard trying to conduct that and making it into a smaller episode but well um i guess that's it for me today <laughs> um, hope you guys are okay out there because dom clearly is not i'm not okay don't get nightmares from this <laughs> try not to <laughs> i'm gonna just put my child in a bubble yeah <laughs> in a bubble and I'll surveillance yes. my child yes. for the rest of my life. Forever, forever. Oh my god. Mm-hmm. Well, thank you for making me sad. No worries. No worries. <laughs> <laughs> Thanks for tuning in, guys. Um it was it was a it was a great time. <laughs> it was a great time listening to the story. Yes. And uh don't forget to tune in every Tuesdays. What do you mean? No, like all our, uh, like, like us on subscribe. social medias. <laughs> like and subscribe. <laughs> and we'll see you next week. Bye. Bye. Bye.